Hey everybody, this is the you need to know brought to you by our friends from Eggvisor Pro. And we were getting quite a few questions here this past week. I know the weekend kind of died off a little bit, but there's been uh, there's been a lot of things happening and uh, a lot of good questions we were talking about off air on what to tackle. And I think there's a really good one here that we both actually answered. And what was that question again, Jason? Yeah, it's uh, in the July. This one came in up by Humboldt, Minnesota. So we're in the very northwest part of that great state. The question is, I have volunteer canola, and in parentheses, Liberty Link, in my extend soybeans. What's the best option for control? Very short, very brief question. And, and right, and we answered those uh, two different ways. And, and it totally makes sense after reading the question again. Because my mind automatically goes to, oh, okay, canola and soybeans. It means you didn't control it with your first pass. But that's that's a little different or a little harder to answer these days because there's different traded systems in soybeans and there's different traded systems in canola, right? So you're a, a Roundup Ready Extend. So you're Roundup or glyphosate and dicamba tolerant soybeans and you have Liberty Link canola in it. And so initially, if you take it for that and they haven't made a pass yet, then then you would say, oh, well, just glyphosate, right? Roundup? That that's, would- that's how I answered it. It was, I, I kind of answered the question. It was very short, concise, to the point. That's just how I answered it. It was just <laughs> one word. I just said glyphosate. Right. I probably so, should have asked more around it, but. Well, right. And, and so sometimes. Like uh, straightforward. Right. And sometimes, um, you know, you, you, you did answer the question directly and sometimes you have to ask questions from a question to kind of get down to the full answer. And, you know, when I read this, I was taking in the context of, okay, there's probably more to this question. It's the end of July and granted it's been a late planting season in Humboldt, Minnesota, that far Northwestern Minnesota where it shows it was tagged from was definitely in an area that had late planting. So there's there's no question about that. So could it be early stages of soybeans? Maybe, but we don't know. And so I'm taking the assumption that a first pass was already made with glyphosate and they didn't control anything and it's just canola that's left. And so you look at that and with without knowing the stage, or let's just pretend we're in the right situation and it's early stages. We're not in the R stages yet. Nothing's flowering and we have volunteer canola that we know we can't get with glyphosate what do we go and spray i mean there's there's a couple classes well there's three modes of action we could we could chase it with that are fairly effective in dicamba the group fours well well, i should say group group fours are effective but Uh, not dicamba dicamba is not that effective on controlling canola that's uh i've seen yeah i've seen the 22 ounce rates of extendamax the the 12.8 ounce of ingenia even on little two-leaf canola, it just curls it up, but it'll still grow through it. Yeah, yeah. So assuming that it's uh, it's earlier, you would probably have you're right some options to go out there. But then part of that, that in the back of my mind, is one of the, one of those options. Probably the best option is if it's not flowering yet, is you could use pomesifen. Yep. Or brand name Flexstar, like hands down the best Num- number one canola. choice on my list. Yeah, just destroyer of all canola it's just just, it's just liquid that, fire that to canola <laughs> yep but it has rotational restrictions 
Mm-hmm. We are at the, you know, this question came in the end of July. Now we're into first week of August and that is going to limit you. So there's that. And there's some, that's a fairly popular product to probably have on hand. Um, your next options probably you've used it before is uh, asafluorophen mm-hmm. or like a ultra blazer blazer, ultra blazer. Yep. That's really good too. Yeah. No, the- no restrictions, but probably not very common to have in inventory no definitely not as common to have an inventory um it maybe it was this past year for the sugar beet producers further south in the red river valley that were dealing with water hemp that they couldn't control with glyphosate and they were using that as an option under a section 18c but i don't think that was in this area that was much further south and anyone that's ever used that product it's uh the beans have a nice bronzing response to Ultra Blazer. It's uh, it's like dipping beans in hot oil. They come out of it fine, but yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty hot product, and it's it's not not quite as good as the Fomesafin. It's it's close, yeah. but not quite as good. But it it's another good option. And then even uh, Cobra, which I don't know many again that use that in soybeans that for far north. I it. For some, it's a white mold control strategy in, mm-hmm. you know, southern Minnesota because, you, well, you essentially, you turn to plant sick. It could potentially defoliate some. It dries out the canopy and you're kind of removing the environment for the sclerotium or that, the pathogen that's, or the overwintering body that would germinate into a little mushroom that would cause white mold. But uh, anyways, those probably aren't common options up there. And, and again, no. it's late July, even with late planting, I'm going to assume that we're at least full flower or into the R3 stages. And so now we're talking about applying a chemistry that's putting a lot of stress onto the crop itself. You're, you're going to abort a lot of early pods, a lot of early flowers, and that's not going to bode well for your yield. And so once you're in those stages and you start to apply a chemistry like that, it's something that uh, I don't know if I would do that. So th- those are the PPO class. And I guess maybe we should add in there's there's other PPOs out there as well. Like um, trying to think of the active ingredient names, but you're like Cadet or Resource. Marvel. Uh, Marvel. Yeah, those those aren't as good on canola. I, I wouldn't put a lot of faith in that no. being the horsepower to, to take care of a volunteer no. canola issue. Yeah, but they're restricted once you start flowering, and there are some risks to putting that on there. And if if you think that uh, Flexstar does too much burn, uh, try some Blay Ultra Blazer, and uh, and if you, and because that that can be a little or more, or then just go to Cobra. That's that's probably the the fastest, most intense burner <laughs> that's out there. But that's all that's all the PPO class. So. I would agree. I'd say that they're past that stage to even consider them. So that leaves you basically one other option out there. Well, there. I think there's oh, two, there's well, one more. Yeah. See that. What's what's been our most common volunteer Roundup Freddy canola and Roundup Freddy beans before the whole extend system or enlist system existed? Well, you're into Raptor, right? And so that, but but you you're with the crop staging restrictions too, right? Yeah. And and yeah, the I, size and the size of canola plays a huge, huge piece into how well Raptor will work. The, the, right. what did that's imidazolone or imazamon? Yeah. 
One of the Amazamox is the active. Yeah, Amazamox. Well, I don't the, know. Yeah. I don't know if they have sugar beets in the rotation that would limit them from that either. Question didn't didn't specify that, but I I've had more injury with group two at this late stage in hot weather mm-hmm. than I have with the burners. So I I stay away. Once that's flowering, man, I'm unless it's just initially started and I'm in a pinch. Otherwise, I stay out of it. Right. Again, another reason or not another reason, but an, just another herbicide that would impart a lot of stress on a soybean plant during its reproductive stages, causing abortion issues where you will definitely impact yield because let's face it, a big part of your initial yield is from the bottom third of your plant. Well, guess where everything starts flowering and starts potting and probably where you have yeah. your best pod formation, the bottom third. So that other, that other option that we've left off is uh, our one group six product, and that is like Bassagran. And, and at this point, it's probably going to have to be a straight Bassagran, mm-hmm. not a Varisto, which has got Amazamox in the combination. And you're going to have to, it's, you, <laughs> it's not like a Flex Star that you just basically put it in the tank, put your additive in and spray and you destroy canola. You're going to have to work at it a little bit with this one. Right. And it's a, and it's a size play again, too. Just like the, like the Raptor yeah. thing, Raptor things, a size play, uh, the, the, the cost of a Mazamox or Raptor is high enough yet where you definitely are want to run on the lower end of the spectrum. Well, if you have anything that's over two, three leaf, good luck getting it with the low rate on the spectrum. You're going to have to be running on the higher rate. Well, it's no different for Bazagran or Bentazon. Is yeah. if if you have a bolted canola plant, good luck. You're you're not going to control it. Be... If yeah, if if it's under two inches, you've got a good shot at at controlling. If it's let's say four to six inches, then you still have a chance, but your chances are starting to dwindle pretty fast. And you need everything to kind of go in your favor to make that work as best as possible. Yeah. So some of those things that you're going to have to put in your favor is realize this is a contact product. It's a, it's a photo system by a product. So it's going to want sunny days. It's going to want warm days. You're going to have to move your rate up to probably the full rate. Uh, it's going to take oil MSO and it's going to take a lot of water volume. So if you're typically spraying 10 gallons, this isn't a 12 and a half gallon play. This is 20 gallons and you're going to have to go slow. It's all, it's all about coverage and, and getting as much of it on that canola. And the challenge is, is that, yeah, once you start getting bolting or if you're into flowering, you're going to have to do all those things or it's, you're going to be not that impressed with it. But well, and the, the smaller it is and the coverage is good, it's okay. Right. And, and the one thing that layers in this late in the season is that there's a soybean canopy with this too. Likely you've gotten row closure and you know you have canola still or you're very close to row closure. And so that's why the water volume is so dang important. And, and that's also why it gets harder to get control with a product like Bentazon that's a photosystem inhibitor where if you have shaded out parts of the rows and that's where the volunteer canola is sitting, that makes it extremely tough if that's shaded out by the soybean canopy and so it's shielding it from sunlight, but it's also shielding it from just physically getting contacted from spray droplets. Yeah. And and so it makes it really tough. 
you know, and the, the other thing, think of it like Liberty too. You get good humidity weather and you're probably going to get better control too. Just better, more active uptake of, of uh, droplets and, and everything that land on the leaves. But at the, the oil thing, I'll add to that. I don't know how many years I played with that in plots. Uh, Bentazon's a, well, all those products we've talked about, all the PPOs, the, the group, so the group 14s, the group sixes. So same as Bassagran, Bentazon, those really respond well to adjuvants. And so you can, you can look at different responses. You could do a non-ionic surfactant and make it look a little better than Bassagran by itself. You can add a crop oil concentrate and look, make that look better than the non-ionic surfactant. And then you could take a methylated seed oil and make that look even better yet. And so that methylated seed oil is really what brings the heat as far as the adjuvants speak in this application. So that's really important is the adjuvant you choose, you got good sunny weather, a lot of heat, humidity would probably be a good thing to go on your side. Lots, lots of water. You need absolute coverage. It's so important. And and the rate, I don't know if we talked, we just said full rates, but it, it's- It isn't a pint. No, no, not the pint rate. Pint and a half at a minimum. Yep. Yeah, you're probably going to have to be close to the court rate to do that, and it, that 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 doesn't burn like the PPOs do. So don't be worried about that. But it's a challenge. I mean, anytime you have, if you're using Extend as a trait, you probably have kosha as your worry. If you got volunteer canola in your bean field, you probably don't have sugar beets in your rotation. That is, it's probably enlist would be probably something. If you have a lot of canola to deal with, that's probably a better trait to think about with that. You can work your way around that. But in this case, the question was, that's what they had. And I, I had Kyle answered the question in the long format and kind of tried to drag out more stuff. I answered the question as it came in in a very short deal. So I answered it short. So if you're using, I think the app, the more detail you can drop into there, the more detail you get back and maybe you don't want that (laughs) (laughs) and and sometimes you'll get a person like me that will ask questions to the question to dig a little deeper and sometimes you get a lot of uh, you know just initial responses from the experts on eggvisor pro and you'll get a answer like jason's so uh, again but it all it all goes back to the more specific you can be with the question you ask the more specific answer you will likely get. So the more details you provide, the the more refined answer you'll receive. And that's the we need to know yeah. this week. Hammer on that canola. Get it out of there. Come on now. Let's go. Get that bass grant out. Okay, we'll see ya.